Hello and welcome to I Got That One, a University Challenge Appreciation Podcast presented by me, Tom, and me, Ivan. Hello, hello, and welcome to episode five of I Got That One. So yes,、uh, this is a special one for us because、mm-hmm. this is the first one we're doing not in Singapore. Yes, we're in Switzerland. Which also meant we were able to watch this、uh, particular episode with my family. Yeah, that was fun. Yes, that was fun. This episode, and maybe not so much.、Mm-hmm. But we're showing our hand here a little bit. Yeah, we'll get to that、uh, a bit later. So yeah,、uh, first off, this time we have Birkbeck, London, indeed, and the University of Reading.、Mm-hmm. And it was another kind of older、um, set of teams as well. Yes. So the average age for Reading was thirty-seven,、mm-hmm. and the average age for Birkbeck was forty-nine. Which makes them the second oldest team. Yes.、Um, first being Open University. At fifty-one. Yes. So、um, yeah, and I have to say that there's been a lot of、um, more senior representation in this season so far. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's been really great to see that because.、Uh, I think that you know, with 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 lifelong learning and、um, continuing education for older adults becoming more of a norm, I think it's it's made this series a bit more exciting. Oh, for sure. I mean, there's been a fairly good philosophy of lifelong learning, and you know, more. I was going to say elderly, and that's very rude. <laughs>、um, more mature students, students going、yes. to university in the UK because you know the open university was、yes. formed on that mentality. Birkbeck was also formed、uh, mm-hmm. for a working man to go seek a higher education. Exactly. And you could also tell from the kind of disciplines and what the、um, the, the subjects that these contestants were studying.、Um, so from from Reading, we had Wilson doing a postgraduate in teaching. Yep.、Uh, and then Mamet doing physics of the environment. Indeed. And then Reese was doing speech and language therapy.、Mm-hmm. And McCall in economics. I think she's the only undergraduate on that team. I think so. Yeah. She definitely looked the youngest. Although Mamet also seemed quite young. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then for Birkbeck London, so we had Taylor doing a postgraduate diploma in environment and sustainability, which is, I think is very important、uh, degree to be taking at this particular time. Yeah, I think you know again that goes back to when older,、um, well, mature students go back to university, and then there's all these new subjects that didn't exist probably when they were in university. They might also be doing it to further their particular field of work. Yeah, exactly for for topics that are more and more relevant today. So there was Clark doing early modern history, which you know. Speaks to my heart. A PhD、yeah. in early modern history. Exactly. Yeah. And then、uh, Williams was doing an MA in classics,、mm-hmm. and then Mutio、um, doing an MSc in、uh, PPE, politics, philosophy, economics. Yep. Which he said about as fast as I did. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I guess that's all the introductions we really need.、Mm-hmm. And as Paxo says, let's get on with it. Let's get on. With Actually, it. no. Before we do,、mm-hmm. uh, one thing which was weird was、yeah. his extended metaphor about、uh, whack-a-mole at the beginning of the episode. Yeah, that was a bit、uh, strange. It kind of caught me off guard a little. Yeah,、bit. I mean. It was humorous. I'm not saying that、uh, he shouldn't try to be funny. He was actually quite funny. This、uh, yeah,、episode. yeah. I mean, I wouldn't exactly compare University Challenge with Whack a Mole, but there you go. Yeah. Well, I guess you know maybe he assumes that's how people do it. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting little tidbit. This is the first starter question、mm-hmm. where there was no interruption. Oh really? Yeah. Okay. Every other one so far this season has been. It's been an interruption. Yeah.、Oh, people just too eager to to get the. Game started, and I feel like it kind of set the tone for this game,、mm. where there were actually very few question interruptions. Okay, I think there were a few.、Mm-hmm. Taylor definitely, because、well, he was fairly confident in what he knew,、mm. he interrupted a few times, but、mm-hmm. mostly Paxman was able to finish、uh, speaking before anyone. Yes, I think I think there were just maybe one, one or two interruptions. 
the whole round? And I think there was only one incorrect interruption near the end, yeah. which uh, didn't really have much of an impact, unfortunately, or mm. fortunately. We'll get to that um, yeah. a bit later. Um, well, I don't think we can really dance around it so much. Well, we had a roaring start from Birkbeck, yes. right? Like, like you said. And um, in fact, it was a lead that they were able to maintain for most of the round. In no, fact, all most, of the, the round. Enti- the entire time. Yeah. And in fact, it got to the point where it stopped being engaging and started being mm. a bit concerning. Yeah, so like we mentioned um, in the previous recording, right? Episode four was a lot more exciting because mm-hmm. it was much more neck and neck. Um, one of the teams kept, they, they maybe they were lagging behind um, for the first half, but then they towards had an the astounding end, they, comeback. In yeah, the end. they had a very good comeback. And then we did talk about how that, that makes watching this show exciting. Exactly. I feel and, like I might have cursed Reading yeah. by saying that no one likes seeing, you know, a one real chancing. team. Yeah. And unfortunately, this is what happened. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't know what the cause of it was, to be honest. Yeah. Uh, we'll just say for the sake of uh, context, the Birkbeck London got 295. Reading got 55. Yeah, so it, it's really been the widest gap between two teams. And widest also, I've seen in a long time. Yeah, widest in a long time. And also, um, the Birkbeck was the highest scorer so far. Yes. Mm-hmm, in the series. Uh, although, I think we might have to see him against slightly stiffer competition yeah. to really see if that stands out. Well, that's out. going to be exciting. I'm actually looking forward to seeing them against Open University. That would be an interesting pairing. Because Open did a fantastic job as well. That they did, and they did it against much stiffer competition. Mm-hmm. Lineker were definitely a much stauncher opponent, I would say. Yeah, yeah. And I was kind of hoping for Birkbeck to, to cross the 300 mark, to be the first team in the series to cross 300, but they were just five points short of that. Yeah, I think uh, there was just one last interruption that maybe could have gotten, or maybe one more team question they could have uh, got quickly. Yeah, yeah, and I think another strength of, of Birkbeck was also, there were strengths across all the team members. Mm-hmm. So everyone had, you know, one or two topics that they were very good at. Definitely. Um, everyone buzzed in. So Williams, obviously, um, the captain, he buzzed in the most. I, I think that. a total of eight times, okay. only two of which he got wrong. Clark buzzed in about three times, I think. Uh, Mutio four times and Taylor twice. But both times Taylor was really emphatic about it. Yeah, and, and Mutio as well. I think he, he gave me kind of Macklin vibes from Macklin from Open University. Yes. You know, that kind of, he's sitting at the end, but then he's he's kind of a very strong, very solid, very calm contender. He knows what he knows. Although I feel like Macklin was more the kind of, if he really didn't know, he wouldn't take part in even the uh, team conversations. Whereas... Mm. Mutua at the very least gave his two cents, even if he wasn't sure. Yeah, there's a lot more conferring, I think, in this round. I would say. And I feel like near the halfway mark, uh, Bergberg were taking it a little bit for granted. Yeah, they kept it, they kind of took their time, right? They definitely took their time. Although, mm. to be honest, Reading really, really took their time when they really mm. couldn't afford it to. Yeah, so they only got a starter question right around the eight-minute mark. Yeah, which, which is, is a very oof, long time. That's a very long time to wait yeah. to get your... Way in, yeah, and it was Wilson mainly from uh, uh, Reading uh, getting the buzzing in on the starter mm-hmm. questions. In fact, he mm-hmm. buzzed the most. Yes, he did. He buzzed four times, mm-hmm. um, two of which he got right, and then Reese um, she buzzed in once. Unfortunately, that was wrong. Yeah, and then Mamet um, buzzed in twice. Uh, only one which you got right and she buzzed in more, more towards the end because you yeah. could see that they were getting a little bit anxious too and also mm-hmm. I think she got one question right very quickly because I feel like that was the spot she was playing yeah the ball question but she was also the one who uh, dropped uh, points but at that point mm-hmm. I think that really didn't make that much of a difference yeah at that point I think with, with 50 points it's really you know it's just about how high a score you can lose with to see if you can come back as the highest scoring losers but you know even with 50 
50. Um, we, we, so far, it's been an average of 140, 145 yeah. for the losing team. So 50 is still a far, far way back. No, they, they're definitely out. There's no yeah. way they're coming back. No. This means that Leicester has a bit more breath of fresh air mm-hmm, because they mm-hmm. were sitting at 120, 125. Yes, yes. So, so maybe they, they have a chance. They have a chance. They have a chance for now, but we'll see. I think maybe next uh, week we're going to see slightly stiffer competition. Mm-hmm. I hope so because, I don't know, maybe it was a bad day. Maybe there was, you know, they just work completely out of their depth about the mm. kind of questions but uh, I like seeing a bit more zest in the teams Definitely. and I feel like there was something missing and I don't want to be mm. dismissive or rude but mm. I feel like it was small things that I noticed that when it came to buzzers they mm. weren't keeping their hands near their buzzers the Reading okay. team Were they? Mm-hmm. no they seemed to be just sitting there and then you know they'd reach forward and touch it whereas mm. the Bergbeck team had their hands right at the buzzer ready to mm. tap in so it's these small things that make a difference it actually does make a difference because okay. it's a matter of seconds, yeah. actually, and that is a big gap, especially when it comes to, you know, first to buzz uh, trivia questions. Yeah, not every member of Reading uh, buzzed in mm. on starter questions, so I think that often indicates the strength of a team as well. Yeah. If it's usually just one or two teammates getting the starter questions, it's often a sign of some imbalance. Yeah. Often, I think, um, it is a mark of, of not a very strong team. They didn't really strike me as that. I, I don't, again, I'm struggling to find words here, which... Uh, Everyone got here because they deserve to be here. Yeah, yeah. That's, of course. I'm not going to dismiss them out of hand. Mm-hmm. But they didn't really give an impressive enough of a performance where yeah. I feel like, I don't know, maybe it's for the best. That, mm. And um, I think being in front of television, being in front of a live audience yeah. on TV, that's a totally different type of pressure. Yeah, it's very different from, you know, writing a paper and then getting that sent in. Yeah, yeah, doing so, a test. I don't know how you prepare for these kind of things. Mm-hmm. But I suspect that they have to prepare some kind of, you know, buzzing preparation. And, yeah. Well, you know, maybe we should talk to a former um, <laughs> a contestant and they can, uh, you know, give us an insight into how to prepare for these kind of things. Yeah, so if there's any former contestants watching or listening, um, please uh, do uh, write us a message on our Instagram page. Yeah, and if you're watching, please uh, stop. That's very disconcerting. This is an audio <laughs> podcast. Yeah, don't. if you're watching, please stop. <laughs> yeah, go away. Uh, and if you want to find us on Instagram, by the way, you can just search I got that one in one word and yes, you should be word. able to find it. Were there any questions which uh, stuck out to you? Yeah, in fact, uh, there was a question on the asymmetrical coat of arms. A very specific one for the uh, picture round. Yeah, so when they started the question, I had a feeling that um, a particular country might come up. Oh, yeah? Yeah, so Singapore, hmm. which actually does have an asymmetrical coat of arms. With two very dopey-looking big cats. Yeah, exactly. One lion on the left and a tiger on the right. So when he asked that question first, I was expecting Singapore to come up, and it, it, it did. It was the third question. And did they get it correct? No, they didn't, unfortunately. Yeah, they went with Turkey, which, yes, very famous for its tigers. <laughs> very, very far, exactly, very far off. Um, and I think that was one of the... They got the starter question right on that one. But unfortunately, they couldn't pull through um, in the bonuses. Yeah, I mean, it's important because that was Reading's first uh, question they got correct at yeah, eight minutes in. exactly. So Wilson, again, he was the one that got it right. Um, unfortunately, yeah, they just uh, couldn't pull through in the bonuses. Yeah, mm-hmm. although uh, now we know what the Bahamas looks like. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> again, another kind of dopey looking one. Yeah, so if you have a chance to rewatch the episode, uh, just go back to um, around eight or nine minutes and uh, have a look at the at the animals. They're really they're really funny. Yeah, looks like uh, the lions on the coat of arms of I think it's Sweden. Yeah. They look really stupid. Why? 
It's because they look like they're kind of doing this weird half grin and they've got really <laughs> elongated legs. Yeah. You get the feeling that people kind of, they know what a lion is meant to look like in terms of the mental image, but have not seen one in person, I feel often. Yeah, yeah. And in the case of Singapore, I mean, there are no lions here. No no um, kind of naturally occurring lions. But it's named after a lion. Yeah, I think that's because, um, you know, hundreds of years ago, there was a sultan uh-huh. or something. He spotted a tiger. He thought it was a lion. And then now we're confused and we just have both up there, you know, just to be safe. So Singapore joins a lustrous line of things named incorrectly. Yeah, exactly. Like the kangaroo named because someone asked an Aborigine, what is that? And they said, I don't understand you in Aborigine, which is which kangaroo. Which is kangaroo. <laughs> which is fun. Yeah. Or, you know, a very hot, deserty part of Australia called New South Wales. Uh-huh. Which, yes, absolutely like the windswept, drenched parts of uh, around Cardiff. Ah, naming's weird. What was quite fun was that there was a Trump round. And that was the only one that I got all three questions uh, correct. Yeah, I think because um, the, the 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 answers were kind of fresh and they re- exist in recent memory as well. Yeah, although in the last three years, because Trump's cabinet's been changing very frequently. Oh, he changes as frequently as you know someone getting ready for prom. Yeah, <laughs> it's obscene. Mm-hmm. Well, that's not the only thing that's obscene. But uh, this is not a politics podcast. This is a university challenge appreciation podcast. Indeed it is. Uh, I'm going to circle back to what I mentioned earlier about mm-hmm. Patman being a bit funny at this time round. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, he's always got, you know, always had a fairly sharp wit. But this time he really started uh, letting it shine. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Especially when he was uh, quite cheeky about uh, young Joan Rivers. Oh, right, uh, when dinosaurs roamed the earth. <laughs> yeah, which I thought was unnecessarily catty, potentially. Yeah, yeah, but I, you know, I suppose him coming from a similar era, I feel like, you know, you, you joke about stuff that you are familiar with as well. Yeah, but, you know, Joan Rivers is, well, for one thing, she's dead. But secondly, you know, she's been around for a long time. But yeah, a little bit of respect famous. on her name. Yeah, of course. Uh, anything that uh, stood out to you that you'd like to uh, talk about? I'm really looking forward to seeing Birkbeck London again. They're very mm-hmm. exciting. They're very impressive. Um. Yeah, like I said, I'd love to see them against Open University, but really many of the other strong teams that we've seen so far. Yeah. Um, they, I think Birkbeck, uh, they come with a certain kind of confidence, mm-hmm. a very quiet confidence, right? And um, it'll be interesting to see them against some of the more energetic teams as well, like Imperial from last week. I'm actually going to slightly disagree with you. Oh, okay. um, now, Birkbeck were good. Mm-hmm. They definitely knew their thing. Yeah. But they were... A little bit slow when it came to the buzzer, mm. and I, yeah, I think that it was fine here because Reading were even slower. Yeah, but I think against a more confident team or one which is more mm. risk taking, mm. especially the younger teams, I think that could potentially bite them. Yeah, yeah, which is what's going to make it exciting, I think. Mm. So especially if they go against a younger, a bit more energetic team, yeah, um, that's going to be two different types of strengths playing against each other. It'd be interesting to see which wins out, you know, quiet confidence or energy and, and risk-taking. Potentially. And, yeah. you know, it's a question of slow and steady versus, you know, burst speed. We don't know how strong they actually are because mm. I think they had a very easy win here. Well, I mean, I wouldn't necessarily say that either because... For example, Williams, I thought he was an excellent captain. Mm. Not only did he get most of the starter questions he buzzed in on, right? I mean, he buzzed in the most of course, out of yeah. all the, the contestants this time. Um, he got 75%, right? And, you know, he nominated his teammates when, you know, he himself didn't know the answer. He discussed with them, sought all of their views. Yeah. He passed when no one knew. So The metric we use to uh, measure effective a good captains. Captain, yeah. yeah. I mean, again, I'm not saying that, uh, you know, they didn't deserve this win. I'm just saying that... 
I'm not sure if uh, their win is as impressive as it seems to be mm-hmm. because I think that for reasons which uh, you know were not very clear, yeah. Reading just it wasn't their day. Mm-hmm. It is. It is. Unfortunately, that's how it is sometimes. Yeah, sometimes it is just that way, and uh, yeah, uh, we just have to hope that uh, we don't have a repeat of this kind of um, score in the future. Mm-hmm. Anything else that is uh, on your mind about this? Yeah, I think, you know, again, when one team dominates, then, you know, it becomes less exciting to commentate on. So, yeah, this has been a bit of a shorter episode because there's not so much you can say about this kind of trouncing. Yeah, yeah. So we hope to have a bit uh, longer episodes next round. Yeah, we'll see. Hey, you know, maybe the next one will be an absolute nail biter. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, uh, I hope so. I look yeah, forward I to it. Yeah, I certainly hope so. Um, but yeah, uh, thank you very much for joining mm-hmm, us. Thank you. If you are enjoying what you're listening to, please mm-hmm. rate us on iTunes or Spotify because mm-hmm. that helps with the algorithm that gets us boosted. Yeah, and do give us a follow on Instagram. Again, just search I got that one, one word, and you should be able to find us. Yeah, also please share the podcast with your friends, your family, your mm-hmm. university mates if you're a university student. Mm-hmm. Just basically share the love because we certainly like to be uh, more noticed. But so until next week, yeah. see you. Yeah, it's goodbye from me. And goodbye from me. Bye-bye.